0: This episode is brought to you by Carbon Health. And you guys know Carbon Health. I talk about them all the time. So excited that they're one of our sponsors. Now, they're known for their over 120 locations that handle urgent care and COVID, RSV, flu testing, vaccinations, all that. But we should also know is how they expanded into primary care services that also include Connected Health. Connected Health is the idea. It's not just about our bodies, but it's also about our mind. Carbon Health's providers come connected with mental health specialists as well. They expanded their primary care services in 2023. They're now in Massachusetts. It's great. We love them. We're excited to be working with them, continue to work with them. So Carbon Health, excellent urgent care and testing center, but don't sleep on their primary care services. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Thursday. Sorry for a little bit of the later show here, but we got you a show nonetheless. And as you saw in the topics, critics and fans they are split over Super Mario Brothers, and it looks like it is set to be one of the biggest movies for Illumination so far. Going to be, uh, It's going to be doing pretty good. Roxy and I liked it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to say, why would the critics and the fans so split on this one? Marvel's Wonder Man series started shooting. I watched all of Shrinking. Talk about that with Roxy. Roxy has some picks. There's some news with the skeleton crew new directors. And speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars Celebration starts tomorrow. What can we see? What do we think we're going to see? The IT prequel has its cast and that that and some more on today's episode of The Big Thing with myself and Roxy. Brett is off this week, but he'll be back. But you know where you're going to see Brett? You're going to see Brett. You're going to see Coy. You're going to see Roxy, Kate, Winston, Steph, Mike, and myself if you are in the Los Angeles area. Get your tickets for Friday, April 28th, Burbank, Flappers. Get your tickets. You can get the tickets at thechristianharloff.com. Don't go to the Flapper site. You go to the Flapper site. It says it's sold out. Not the case. Go to thechristianharloff.com. Get your tickets. And for East Coast people who've been asking, we're going to be there on June 23rd. June 23rd. We will be in New York, Manhattan, myself, Brett, Kate, Winston, Coy. We're going to be there. And then in Connecticut the next night. June 24th, myself, Ellis, the guys from Double Toasted will be there. But we hope that you guys will will come out and support the show, both of them. Look, these are the only three that we have set right now. Um, I'll be honest. I was hoping that we would be knocking out those tickets faster because people kept telling me, when you're going live, when you're going to go live, got to sell these things out. Or these will be the last three that we do, and I understand. But we're going to be probably just turning into the after-party show where we'll just do kind of live streams from the studio until we we build it up and you guys want to see it more. But if you're able to come out to the shows, please come out. Check it out. Once again, that is April 28th, June 23rd, and June 24th. All right. It's myself. It is Roxy Stryer. It's the big thing. Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Big Thing. Oh, last couple weeks have been tough. Sicknesses and nonsense. But crew held it down. And last Thursday, she did it. She was able to survive the storm that is Brett Sheridan, Roxy Hmm. Stryer. How are
1: you? Not this week I wasn't able to do it, but last week you were... You were down for the count. I was, was. down for the count.
0: <laughs> it was brutal, but we're but we're we're still here, Rox. We're still here.
1: Christian asked me how much this remote is.
0: Oh no! Did you so, Roxy? Roxy, before can you want to tell people what you did before uh, before we guess how much the remote is?
1: Do I want to tell people what I did? You, you know, kind of have to, am though. Am I going to?
0: You kind you yeah. kind of have to.
1: So I had like a horrific bout of food poisoning yesterday. Um, that was as sexy as one would picture it being it was the worst i've ever had in my life I th- like linda I, blair style uh, i didn't know that much could be inside my little body Oof. like i i i couldn't even believe it it was yeah. insane i missed my first rehearsal for the movie oh no missed it like and That's... you know me right. and right. I, i'm texting hell, hell or everything. high water
0: you'd, you'd get there
1: i said if there was any way like i i couldn't leave an inch of the bathroom right, for right. at least 12 hours it was horrible. but anyway, cool. so this morning, I'm like laying feeling back to life in terms of I'm no longer puking. I'm feeling okay. And, but I'm feeling like a disgusting pig. like I've sweat through everything. there's right. like remnants of right. all of the things. So I was like, I just need to get all these sheets and this comforter in the fucking wash right now. This is disgusting. right So I just kind of like, scoop all of the things and throw it in the washing machine and I was like I'm so proud of myself right now like you just get up rocks and you get back at it and then before the show started i was like oh i gotta switch everything over to the dryer so go i go put everything in the dryer and i see at the bottom just my remotes all of them just, just the remotes like like i had how many s- remotes it was two okay one for the tv one for the apple tv
0: okay
1: those are my only remotes i only have two remotes right so i was like fuck so immediately I immediately run downstairs trying to click 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 obviously not working they're sitting in bowls of rice right now but i was like really the most important one to me is the apple remote right. because that that i can't even put it on a different tv you know so just looked. what's your guess for how much the remote to the apple tv is
0: 85 dollars.
1: oh okay you you went high it's 70 dollars still pretty high $70 and then to get it delivered is an extra nine dollars. So you're not far off.
0: Right. Plus taxes. So around 85.
1: Yep. Around 85 dollars. Like an Oof. Apple TV is a hundred and something. Yeah, that's terrible. Do you just get another Apple TV?
0: No, you can't because then, because then I mean, I guess if you want one from your house, you can use both of them. Use both remotes.
1: Does that is that how that works?
0: You could probably pair them up and sync them up, but that's the that, I, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. But uh oh that's brutal. I brutal. would I would try one more time and see if after you soak him in rice if it works and then he's got to bite the bullet. <laughs> that sucks. Um <laughs> all right, so you got that the remotes. That's that's not good, so we, we first guess there. Um we did get a chance to see each other though because we saw each other at the uh, Super Mario Brothers screening and um the first thing I'll say is I actually so I saw Air also before we bring up Mario. Uh, and that's the uh, that's the best movie of the year so far.
1: It's the best movie of the year.
0: Yeah, easily, easily. It's the best movie of the year. Really good. And so um, I think our our mutual friend, who didn't like the Super Mario Brothers movie, also didn't like Air. So I I don't I don't know. Is if
1: that it, true?
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Based
1: on a tweet or no?
0: Yeah. What? Um Yeah. I, I I could could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the way that I read it, the way that I read it seemed like. They didn't like either one i know um, people have
1: said this about me christian but some people have horrible taste
0: i mean look yeah look there's i would say it's hard to say it it i think that it's easier to say horrible taste as compared to the stuff that i like right because there's certain things that maybe that particular critic resonates with a lot of people that do have the same type of taste so as compared to my taste i would say i do not agree with that person's take 99.9% of the time. Um and watching Air if that is the case I again I have to look at that tweet and see if it, if I read it wrong. But Air is just a very special movie. It's a it's Ben Affleck's best in a very long time. It's a feel good movie um and it's it's definitely worth watching. I hope it does really well because traditionally right now the way that it works with the box office those aren't the types of movies that pop in the theater. Um I'm hoping word of mouth really helps this movie out and and it does really well like, i can't imagine the budget was too big on this one but still
1: yeah i think that the uh the talent would be the biggest portion of the budget right
0: yeah um, and also absolutely. think
1: about the fact that they spent seven million dollars. yeah seven million dollars on the um super bowl
0: commercial oh wow it's, it's 70 to 90 million budget um Pretty big. Well, that's a, that's pretty. I mean, yeah, it's pretty. It's funny. Like ten years ago, that's a massive budget. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's pretty big
1: for this type of movie, though. It right? is.
0: When you look at the cast, though, you look at everybody, I mean, it's the cast is what makes this movie so special because everybody just delivers. I thought Viola Davis, Jason Bateman, um, Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayne's brief the thing he's in it with was, was great too. Obviously, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um,
1: this is out it, now, Christian.
0: It it's out. I think yeah, it's out either tonight or. Or it's out already. I can't remember, but it comes out this weekend for sure, if it's not out already. But yeah, it's it's great. It's a really, really good movie. It's it's and it's a nice change from the other stuff. And then Super Mario comes out and it's out already. And we you and I, and it's already doing pretty well. Yeah, you want
1: to know why it's doing well, Christian?
0: Because it's a fun movie.
1: It's really fun, cute movie.
0: Yeah. Um, so man. it's, It's but you know, not just that particular critic. Um, there's a lot of critics. Who were shitting on this movie? And here's the, here's the thing, and and you look, and that's what we why we brought it up in the in the topics today. The critic score is something like fifty. I'll tell you right now, the critic score as of right now is fifty four percent, and the audience score. Do you want to guess what the audience score is? Eighty
1: five. Higher. Ninety. Higher. Ninety five.
0: Ninety six so the audience score is 96 the critic score is 54 um this is a the, it's made oh, okay so i guess it didn't i guess it maybe just came out last night because it's only listed as making 800 dollars right now um but it's on it's on par to do pretty now this is gonna good. make so much money it's gonna make a lot of money and it's a short movie it's a sweet movie the i'll tell you the criticisms that I, i'll tell you one of the critics as i as i introduce or didn't introduce you to but she kind of came through real quick um you asked me who she was christy lemire who's a friend I asked of mine you like
1: 15 a... people were during that screening you still know everybody and i'm like one person came rubbed my shoulder good to see a kid i looked at you oh Whitney No,
0: that was whitney Seibel.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah that was whitney
1: no fucking way
0: yeah he had a mask on.
1: yeah he had a mask on yeah
0: yeah but it was whitney um so
1: that was Whitney. It was
0: Whitney. Seibold, I yeah. really
1: like Whitney.
0: Yeah, it was Whitney.
1: That's funny. I was like, I looked at you, and you just didn't say anything else. Oh
0: well, I was yeah, I was in kind of a daze, but but Chris. I Lem- did
1: not fucking recognize him.
0: Hilarious. But Christy Lemire, um, I saw her tweet. Wow, well, I, not it, her tweet. It
1: kind of like that. Okay, anyway.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw her out of the theater reaction, and I. I I'm, I've I've always had a real uh, a big respect for her as a critic in general. Don't always agree with her, and I didn't agree with her on this movie, but I understood her points, a hundred percent, and I, I could see say? where she was coming. She just basically said that that they really ask you to know the franchise in order to really enjoy it, and I agree with that. There's some, there's a lot of these kind of like moments from the game. That there's like the music that hits, and you and it's the stuff that I love. Like the 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 score, I thought by Brian T- Tyler was amazing. But there's these moments throughout the movie that is like, oh yeah, that remember that? That's from the game. That's from this. That's for the hardcore fan. That's that. And that she's not wrong. This, she said the story is a bit thin. It was. It was pretty generic. Sure. And a lot of her stuff that the point that she made, it's just I just had a smile on my face the whole damn time. The the stuff with I thought that Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was the standout. Thought he was great. Oh so good. Um and I just and it was yeah, it was it was not like a, a one of these animated movies you're like, oh, the story was like classic Pixar type thing. it wasn't, but it was just like these it it was just a sweet story about Mario and his brother and trying to you know of serv- trying to to prove yourself to your parents and and it's and it really is this one is is for kids for families and and fans of the game, and I thought it delivered on that a hundred percent.
1: I don't agree with her. That you need to be a super fan. I'm not a super fan. I didn't. Uh, those it, musical aren't a super fan. Me. But She's, I'm just saying, I don't. I think like you could have never seen. I think you could have no idea who Peach is. You could have no idea. You could have no who none of them are. You could not know what Rainbow Road. You could not know mm-hmm. anything. And I think you would still enjoy this.
0: Well, I think Roca was the was the uh, the proof in in that statement for what you just said because he wasn't a big game fan or anything too, and he had a really good time with it. I just think though it does. The movie does ask you to, like, there's a lot of stuff that rewards you for knowing the franchise well. Like, there's things that happen throughout, with like, it does feel like there's portions of it where you're playing the game and when he's bouncing around, and certain aspects that I liked that I thought worked, that I thought it was like, this was the thing that was that that I knew was coming right after, right after we heard, you know, this movie come out and we knew that particular critics weren't going to like it. The same particular critic was, was like the the 1993 Bob Hoskins Luguzamu movie was better. And I'm like, okay, I, I, that was so predictable and I knew it was coming. But in no world, in no world is that movie even remotely close to, this is about, this is a pure adaptation of of kind of the things you loved about the game. That movie was, uh, again, respect the opinion, but that, that movie is a shit piece.
1: I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that this is going to be so loved. I think that it, thin, thin, I don't really get that either. The, all those criticisms, like I get I, that one.
0: I get that this story is not this story not necessarily super. Like you, you look at you look. Are at we some,
1: looking for something thick?
0: Well, but you look at some of these. Look at some of the animated movies that are like really look at something like Encanto, right? Something like Encanto or something like Up, or um the they're not based are, on IP. No, they're not. But it doesn't. What necess- IP
1: movies do we feel like are
0: denser? IP in general or IP animated?
1: IP animated.
0: I'm trying to think of what some of the stuff that like
1: I would uh, say this was on target with um Sonic.
0: Well, no, I think I think Sonic was a little bit more. I think Sonic had a better story. I think Sonic had a better. Did it? Yeah, I thought so. For one and two, I thought Sonic had a little bit better of a story. But story
1: um, here with you know the there's there's love elements. There's
0: yeah, yeah. it's sweet. It's a sweet movie. I I, like. I said I had a smile on my face. The entire time, and when I left, because I had heard the 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 critics spattering, and they're looking at it with critic eyes. I know. And this is not a movie for critic eyes. It's not. There are certain movies that, like Air, Air is 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 you can watch it for with critic eyes for sure. Um, this is not a critic eyes movie. I know that the people would say, "Well, that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do." It's like, yeah, but no one's gonna take your opinion on this for whether they're going to see the movie or not. It's just, they're just not, this is, this is not that kind of movie. This is a movie that if you've always wanted it, people forget that 1993 piece of trash movie came out and it, Nintendo said that movie was so bad that we're not licensing super Mario brothers to anyone like ever again. And it took them years to want to be able to make a movie again. And they finally did it. And there's, And I liked a lot of the references to old school Nintendo. There's a, uh, you probably, I don't know if you picked this up or not, but like when they went into the pizzeria was one of my favorite games of all time is punch out. And it was called punch out pizzeria. And there's pictures of like little Mac and like the the Sandman and other things kind of posted in the back. And I was like, that's that to me, that's like just little things. Does it, does it enhance the movie? No, but it just gives you that little, like, Oh, that's cool. It's amazing. You
1: haven't seen D and D yet, right?
0: No, I'm dying to.
1: I feel like that's similar of D&D and why people liked it on both sides of the aisle. And by both sides of the aisle, I mean the diehard super fans of D&D and people who have never played D&D before. People liked it on both sides because it was like this where you could just enjoy it if you've never ever played Mario Bros. or any iteration. Yeah. Yeah. Or if if you're a diehard D&D fan, like I talked to Trisha Hershberger after the movie Mm -hmm. and she was telling me like, there was this one moment where you know the skill powers, blah blah blah. And that's my a hundred point for however she's phrasing right. it. I have no fucking idea what she's talking about. And you didn't know. But I right. didn't need to know. But for her, like it enhances the movie for sure. Right. Just the same way that pizza thing. Right. I wasn't confused during that aspect. I wasn't like, right. What's this pizza moment? Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> it was it was just the pizza place for you.
1: And for but for you, it's that right. elevated. Like, okay, so they right. really got super fans of this that are working on it. Did I you recognize Sebastian's,
0: Shuma, Sebastian Sebastian yeah, Maniscalco yeah, yeah, yeah. right away?
1: Immediately, his voice hilarious. is so hilarious. You, and I, my your brother, was are here
0: for, for what?
1: I'm obsessed with Toad. Keegan Michael Key. I thought that was oh, right. Oh, I yeah. thought that that he was, was really the good. sweetest. How, how endearing was Toad?
0: I thought, I thought, I mean, like I said, I, th- I, th- and I thought, you know, you're clearly gonna get the people who are like, oh, of course, they're gonna switch it up, and this time it's not princess to- uh, that who's getting uh, rescued. I like, I liked how they did it. They didn't, they didn't emasculate Mario. They didn't, no. uh, they didn't, they, they had a, they had a great scene where the two of them had to kind of not scene, but the the plot where they had to help each other out, and and I, lo- I loved how they kind of made it work, and it kind of it was a, a different yet similar relationships to say like fiona and and, uh, and shrek and and how they've got to work together and and toad kind of serves a little bit like donkey but in a different you know similar but different and i like that i liked i like the the adventure that they go on and i like that it's it is it's, it's a it's a it's a great bucket of popcorn is the way that i would call this movie it's just a great bucket of popcorn but You're not surprised i'm gonna take um, yeah I mean, vivian's gonna be really upset with me if I don't get her to the theater to watch Dungeons and Dragons. She really wants to see that one, so I'm going to take her to see that first, and then I'll probably try to take both the girls to see Super Mario together, because I think the, I think the little one will like it as well. Um, oh, yeah, and then Jack Black. We're not talking about Jack Black also. Um, you know, he was he, We saw a lot of him this week. We saw him in Super Mario, and then he popped up in, in Mandalorian.
1: Holy uh, shit, did you know that? What? About Mandel.
0: That he was going to be in it?
1: Yeah.
0: I had heard rumblings.
1: I heard nothing. Um nobody watching. did, yeah. Last night puke left my body. I'm like, I gotta put on Mandalorian. I put this on, Christian. When I tell you I thought I had a fever dream when I saw Lizzo on my screen, I was like, What on earth?
0: I think she's happening? an incredible performer, but I wish it would have been a fever dream.
1: Oh my god, I so disagree. It was the best thing I ever saw in my life.
0: Oh, she's so bad. She's a I thought really she was so actress. amazing. She's oh a really god. bad actress.
1: Oh my god, the shoe's so good. I thought they were both so good. And I thought that Christopher was so good too. Oh yeah, I,
0: yeah, we're on we're in a different uh we're in a different page for that. Oh my god. We'll talk about that.
1: Christian, I think this is the it, best it's, episode it's
0: a, of the season. No, no, it's not. Um there, <gasps> there's it in my opinion. Um in the first <gasps> in the, the first, the first like the, the when they actually focus on the story itself, it was great, but like the, the side adventure cops for you not great. So great. A, I think there's a reason that it's getting so much uh it's getting so much hate um but we'll talk about that because you're going to bring it up on your tv picks Mm -hmm. so we'll bring that up but before we before we move on to the next topic really excited to talk to you guys about our new sponsor mint mobile let's talk about mint mobile at this point you know mint mobile everybody knows mint mobile they've been catching on and there's a reason why because after years of the fine print contracts and everybody gets ripped off by the big wireless providers if you learned anything at all it's that there's always a catch so i've been hearing about Mint Mobile forever i've known about them during the SCN live days and then obviously i've i've they keep catching on and getting their name out there and there's again a reason why i heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month and you're like yeah okay what's the catch but after you really get to talk to them and understand them it makes sense there's no catch there's no literally mint mobile secret sauce is that they are the first company to sell wireless service online only they cut out the cost of retail stores and they pass those sweet savings directly to you so that was the thing that when i had heard about it i had done it and I continue to do it, and there's a reason why that it's catching on because it's a very smart system. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. I know it's nuts to hear it, but it's 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying... One for a family and a mint family start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to mint mobile and get premium wireless services starting at just 15 bucks a month. So if you want to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com/slash thing. That's mintmobile.com slash thing. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash thing. All right. Thanks once again to mintmobile. As I tell you guys all of the time, if you want to support the show, you want to help yourself. We only get sponsors on this show that we think is going to benefit the audience and it keeps the show going. So when you support Um, when you, when you go and you get one of these sponsors, you support the show. So check out Mint mobile, use that code. There's a reason and Mint mobile has been in the news as much as they are. They're a great company. They're moving fast. So check them out. Um, all right, let's move and let's talk about some of this other stuff. You know, speaking of before we went to the sponsor, we brought up Mandalorian, the Star Wars celebration starts tomorrow. Um, there's going to be some, are you feeling FOMO? Yes and no yes and no um
1: what's the yes what's the no
0: so yes and the fact that i've never been to london i've always wanted to go i love the people in london i love the uh, i love i love the we've had audience from that area in a long time i i just like the culture i want to i just want to i i've wanted to go for a very long time um i love the atmosphere of star wars celebration i love the um I, I just I, I love like the, the the whole thing. It's my favorite con out of all of them because I've brought this over, a million, brought this up a million times over. When you go to Comic Con, you walk through the floor, you see something you like on the left, but not necessarily something you like on the right because it's a different genre. This is all Star Wars, so it's like if you're a Star Wars fan, it's like it's just you just for for four days you're just you're loving it. Um, so I'm excited for that. I love the atmosphere inside of the panels and how excited people are getting in the music that they play beforehand and catching up with people all that stuff yeah the, the FOMO for sure um for some odd reason they keep doing it on Easter and I don't know well, why they keep doing it on Easter like and it's gonna be on Sunday it, it's yeah it starts Friday Saturday Sunday Monday this year um so it's four days and they're going through Easter on Sunday and I and it's like you know it, that would take me away from my family and it would take me away from you know being with again my 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 in-laws and everything too so it's like uh, you that, would hate that.
1: being a jew christian people do <laughs> right now it's passover people don't give a shit about the holidays yeah <laughs> but it's everything just like, on them
0: i know but it's like the, that type of thing is like my kids like doing easter eggs and stuff and i don't want do to yeah i don't want to miss that stuff like i don't want to miss that for for particularly the other and the other main reason too and it to does sound like a sourpuss right now too i'm i'm out of all of the years of um going to star wars celebration all this stuff too this is the least amount of confidence i've had in star wars in Lucasfilm leadership like ever um that's interesting it's it is a it is a, that's a
1: big s- statement christian
0: yeah it's a sloppy sloppy mess over there it, it has been for a bit but i feel like it's the sloppiest now and i i don't know like you know what they're gonna show and how what they're gonna do and and how and like the, the excitement of i don't feel that i don't know it's just like it's not it's it's not the magic seems to be gone a little bit at at, at times for what's happening over there and it's so i um I, tomorrow is going to be a big is going to be a big thing because what they're going to announce movies you would assume it's the first the first panel. so let me tell you about i'm going to give you this is this is the key panel times so people know for star wars celebration starting and there is some stuff that i'm very excited about but though easter is a three or four day holiday weekend for many star wars fans from around the world there's some dark horizons by the way they're heading to the uk to participate in star wars celebration which is unfolding in london this year after last year last year's event in california The 22 event saw teaser trailer for Andor, second teaser trailer for Bad Batch, brief footage from Ahsoka, was never released online, obviously, and announcements regarding Mandalorian, Tales of the Jedi, Star Wars, Visions, and more. This year is expected to be bigger with the first proper footage from both Ahsoka and Skeleton crew likely to be released, and a potential preview of the last few episodes to still air of the Mandalorian Season 3. Both the Acolyte and Andor or season two have been in production for months. So they might show some early footage though. Any such clips that they're shown are likely to be are unlikely to be officially released online. Expected some major announcements about the future of star Wars on TV and especially on film are coming as well. So when will all of this hit though it's a four day event, the biggest reveals will take place across three panels in the mornings of Friday and Saturday. So here's the big news specifically on Friday, April 7th, the studio the, excuse me, the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase will be the big reveal of the new Star Wars projects and first footage it takes place on the following times on Good Friday. So um, 3 a.m., oh my God, 3 a.m. in the morning. So we're going to find out when we wake up tomorrow morning, we'll know what the what it is. Um, I'll be up. You'll be up in the same day. We'll come a panel for the making of the first season of Andor, which could offer more insights. And then on Good Friday, that's 7 a.m. morning. Yes, so we're, we're going to have to read about all the news. So then on April 8th, will be the Ahsoka panel. Um, and then it's, there's some other stuff. But the big, the big news, what to me, I think is going to be this. It's that panel tomorrow. What's the movie? We know we got the writer, uh, Peaky Blinders now, taking over from Lindelof. Director Did you ever of... check that out? No, but I hear good things. Excellent. Yeah. I hear good things. Um, excellent. Yeah. And then the director Chinoy from, uh, Ms. Marvel. <coughs> so, um, it, it, the question is what's the movie? What, how many movies are they doing? Some reports say one movie, some reports say three movies.
1: So what to, to bring back to what you just said, Christian, though, what could restore your confidence? Like tomorrow, say tomorrow the big panel says X, Y, Z, like what what could they say that will make you feel like okay, this has got clear direction? Anything?
0: No, because okay. n- no, but I mean, look, if if there's Did a action
1: speak louder than words.
0: Yeah, because like you, you can announce you can announce until the cows come home, but it's like it, we've we've done that already. We've we've announced movies are gonna happen. Patty Jenkins has a movie. No, she isn't just kidding. Ryan Johnson has a movie, another one, just kidding, not happening. Um Benny F and Weiss have them. Nah, they don't have a movie. Kevin Feige's gonna do a movie. Nah, he does not he's not doing a movie. So how long before that? Ha- I do think that this movie is going to happen. I do think that the the this is the closest one. I think they're going to probably announce when it goes into production. But oh my god, it this mean- one
1: doesn't happen! Holy shit!
0: I know. Well, <laughs> what I think is very possible, and I think is the play. To be honest, is that I think that Kathleen Kennedy is going to set up these three movies, and there's going to be this this movie that we're talking about now, this Taika Waititi movie. And this um, this uh, Sean uh, Levy movie, those are the three movies that I believe have the best chance of being announced. I think she sets up all three of those movies. I think that she hits a home run with Indiana Jones, and then I think she leaves Lucasfilm because even when she's gone, she's still going to have producer credits on all three of those movies, and she's still going to make a lot of money once they start to get put into production and they and they and they make it. Plus hand it off to somebody else they put these three into production they have three three movies that are and and that's what i believe is going to happen
1: and that Um, excites you i
0: i don't think excited is the right word i think it's the just the right move because i i don't dislike her i just and i've been using i've been using this example for to again blue in the face it's like if if you're like if you're a red sox fan and you have a manager that comes in and is is not winning even though that manager has won has won championships on other teams comes in it's just not winning how long are you going to let the manager it's just not working inside that system totally the manager is still good manager is still a good manager and probably can win championships somewhere else but it's just not in that system it's just not working and it clearly is not working so it's not a matter of excitement as a matter of it's just like i just think we need a new coach. Yeah, that's really, I hear you. yeah, that's really all it is. But I think that the stuff that does excite me, I'm very excited to hear more about the Ahsoka stuff. I do think that where I think that the Mandalorian this past episode, even though we 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 disagree, I think that it it's the it served much more as an animated. It doesn't really
1: matter that I disagree with you on that. You're no, the, you're no, it's a target it, demo.
0: But <laughs> the animated, it seemed like an animated episode, and I do think that Rebels. This next Ahsoka is essentially the new season of Rebels, which I'm okay with because if you look at the way, so they brought in Zeb from Rebels into Mandalorian last week, and I think he looks phenomenal. He looks really great. Um, so I'm sorry, who have, was
1: that?
0: Zeb is one of the characters from Rebels in in um in Mandalorian last episode. You know when um when Paul um was uh you know the you know when when he I'll when look the, it up. Yeah, he and he 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 goes to the bar and the big alien kind of comes in. Oh yeah, up. yeah,
1: yeah. I remember people were excited about yeah. that online. So, yeah, yeah. Zeb.
0: So anyway, um it so like the Ahsoka stuff is great. I'm very curious to hear. I know we're not I happen to agree with Dark Horizons. I don't think we're going to see any of the footage from the Acolyte or Andor, but I think they're gonna show it to the audience, which is is something that that's what I think that they should do at certain cons. Like there's I think sometimes Comic Con, you don't even necessarily have to go anymore if you're covering it, because they show everything and then they release everything online. I like that the audience gets exclusive stuff, and I think that I'm, that's one of the big FOMO things for me. As you asked earlier, like the yeah. the Acolyte's one of my most anticipated shows, so I'm very curious to see the tone of that and see how Leslie Headland um, is approaching that series.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I so feel you. Like whenever I'm at a con, I'm like, I wish they were showing us more exclusive stuff, and when I'm not there, I'm like. Can you guys
0: just drop all the stuff right. online. Right. So um, but yeah, I mean those that's that's the stuff tomorrow is gonna be the big day. Tomorrow is tomorrow's gonna be the big but you topic. But
1: really
0: you mean 3 a.m. Right. It's okay. gonna be but, but that's gonna be Come the up. big that's gonna be the big news. That's the, the news is going to be um what's this movie? Where does it take place? Who's in it? When does it start shooting? That's gonna be the news that takes over everything tomorrow. And they're aware coverage it. plan. Well, for me, I mean, like, like I said, if, the, if there's footage, there won't be any footage of anything tomorrow, I don't believe, um, if there's footage, I'll just wind up doing like a trailer reaction or something, but I'll probably, two things I'm gonna do is I'll probably cover, like, you know, once they announce what the movies are, and everything too, I'll do like a, a news piece on, on covering that panel and talking about the movies and my thoughts on it right. in general, and then the end of the day tomorrow, I'll probably do a live stream that will cover Day one and news that come out and those types of things, and then Saturday I have a wedding I'm going to, so probably not going to cover anything. Um, but I'll try to, do, you know, if there's like any massive news. You're gonna
1: wear out.
0: a new suit. One of my new suits, yeah. I will oh, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Go. So, um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's that. That's that that happens tomorrow, <laughs> and um, and talk about. By the way, the way, talk about change in leadership. How about this whole WWE thing?
1: So curious your thoughts on this. So um, curious. And the biggest super fans I'm seeing right now, before I get your thoughts, yeah, yeah. seem to be a little torn because they're not sure what this means in terms of creative for the WWE.
0: Creative, it's a it's a big, it's a big miss creatively. Um selling the company to endeavor is a good move. I think. Why are
1: they it, calling it a merge? Why aren't they calling it a selling it to endeavor?
0: Well, because I mean. I don't know. Maybe it may sound makes it sound more like it's a partnership more than anything else, too. But right. like, but looking what they did in the and the assets that they provided to the UFC and other things, too, it's it's a it's a good move. the The problem with it is that Ari Emanuel, who owns Endeavor, obviously it said something along the lines that Vince McMahon would be in control of creative if 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 that is indeed the case and they have that merger. And that's a bad move. Like, look, Vince McMahon is the reason that wrestling is. A global entity. There's, there's no arguing it. There's no argue. As much as Hulk Hogan and everyone else, it's Vince McMahon's vision that did it. But like any other person who does this for a while, eventually you lose touch. Eventually you get older. Eventually he does not have it anymore. And it was very clear. And you look at what Triple like I, I was kind of tuning in and out of it, and then I started watching a little bit more once Triple H really got a hold of it, and the storytelling was more um in sync it was the the championships had value again and the night after wrestlemania vince McMahon apparently like scrapped a whole bunch of ideas and did something and it was terrible he is so out of touch he's so out of touch and he should he should go like look you want he what does he need need this money anymore maybe it's just all he knows and he maybe he just doesn't want to retire but like he the thing that drove me nuts about it is this the whole point of the wrestling business is to know and listen to your audience. What they call in wrestling is when someone's over, right? When, like, you know, like, for example, like, like when they put guy, them over, like when, when they're really popular, it's called that they're over with the fans. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So like, you know, when Andrew guy was at the, the peak of, of Schmodown popularity, he was like super over with the fans, Kalinowski, super over with the fans, Marisol McKee, super over with the fans, um, Rachel Kushner, yeah, Yeah, yeah. So. The, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like the, all the big stars that we had, they are all Roxy like, Stryer. He, Roxy Stryer. We're uh, over. you were, but you had you had good heel heat, is right, The stuff like. But yeah, listening to the audience and knowing what they're liking, who's over, who's not over, Vince McMahon is not over with the fans anymore. His creative is not over with the fans anymore. They don't pop for him anymore. Do you like, think he
1: doesn't get that? He just doesn't believe it. He just trusts in himself. Like, what? I think it's
0: a mixture of all of it. I think it's a mixture of all of it. I think that he thinks, oh, you know, I've been in this spot before and i have in the early nineties. They, they thought I didn't have it anymore. And I came back and created the attitude era. And
1: is that possible?
0: I just think he was in his, he was in his fifties during that time. I think his, I think like, I but think now he had he's had got t-
1: new facial hair, Christian.
0: Oh my God, he looks ridiculous. He looks so ridiculous. It's like unbelievable. really, really bad. Like, it, like, you're about to make this massive sale, and you do you do that? I mean, it's like, what, dude? Who? In, in, you you can't look in the mirror and go, yeah, that one looks good. No, it yeah. doesn't. Looks yeah. terrible. Doesn't <laughs> he, he's got children? When maybe his children are like, you know, okay, fine. You want to take this? You want to go back well, to doing it? We're going to tell you that looks great.
1: I saw him was just like, this is a guy who's not in touch <laughs> at,
0: like- at all, at all. He's but he's so out of touch, and like his and the wrestling product is going to suffer from it because. What he should do is listen to the fans. Listen to who's over Triple H. Like, collect your money, Vince. Collect your money and let someone else run the creative. It's a, it's a bad, it's a bad move in general that he's taken over again. And I think, and I think it's gonna hurt the product tremendously. Unfortunately, I, what I, I saw some people calling for the wrestlers to stand up and say that they're not gonna wrestle for Vince and that they're gonna, they're gonna support um, Triple H. I, what I'd love to see, and it'll never happen. A
1: storyline where they do that.
0: No. I'd love to see Triple H leave. I like to see him leave and and start his own thing, and then start taking some of the talent with him. I know that it's mm-hmm. hard with contracts and stuff too, but like that'll um, never happen in a million years. But that's that's and how you want to that, see him go
1: to AEW, or you want to see him start his own thing?
0: Yeah, AEW. I don't think he'd be able to. He's he, he's got he, there's, too, there's too much. Um, he would have. He would. He, you know. He's 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 basically running the WWE. He was running it, and then Vince pulled him pulled a king move, and he sold it. And he got himself back in, uh, and he got himself back in the uh, in the chair. This is a
1: really stupid question, Christian. Probably know that I just don't know the inner workings of this enough. Does this mean that there might be more crossover stuff with UFC and WWE?
0: I mean, it it doesn't. It it means that you know, if you'll probably see UFC stars in the crowd and stuff, and if there is, and if they want to promote like the fight getting them involved in like some the way that bad bunny got involved over the weekend right. like, that's possible for sure like you lend it out and and there's more stuff there's always you know like I said and it's not a dumb question at all because it's like one of those things where there's a big massive fight coming up for UFC you'll probably hear about it on the WWE card now where you don't you wouldn't see it as much now but now because they're in the same they're in the same company but like, oh don't forget that tonight you know you've got John Jones versus so-and-so and yeah, you probably see some of that. Maybe you'll even see the crossover on UFC where there's more promotion now for uh, for SummerSlam or something like that too. I don't think you're going to see like wrestling storylines inside of UFC and those types of things, but maybe UFC fighters coming into it. Yeah, I could see that potentially happening for sure.
1: That's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it, why not use, use your brands to to help promote your other brands? It makes sense. I just think the biggest story for me was not the sale. It's the idea that Vince weaseled his way back into running creative when it it has been shown that since he's left the product has gotten better.
1: But I guess and, we don't know that for sure Christian. We don't know for sure that he's going to be running creative again, right?
0: Well, from what they said on I mean, you already look at what he did his first night back. He he like apparently rumor was that they had this script that Triple H and a bunch of people wrote and Vince made all these edits at the last minute and it was significantly worse. I don't know what the particular edits were, but the show just wasn't good. It was it was bad. It was really bad. And usually is that that's,
1: coming from like rumor has it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean some, some big you know, reputable, reputable
1: yeah.
0: wrestling sites that, yeah. you know, probably they've been wrestling sites. I mean, a lot of those backseat like there's people who leak information all the damn time. So I, sure, I, with I would,
1: wrestling where there's smoke, there's fire a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I
0: wonder, yeah. I mean, we're never going to get a, like a, a, an answer from her, like, you know, on air, but I wonder how I wonder how Kathy Kelly's feeling. I know that she's does mind, mind me, but, I, but she's, but she's like, she's a triple H girl, you know? So like, I'm, I want,
1: I think anybody who's there was excited about Triple H.
0: I know. And I'm wondering, I wonder if people are just like, fuck, you know, especially because he's got, he has such an, he's always had this old school mentality of push the big guys and push this. And like he doesn't, and he's trying to push certain stars and other things. I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a, a, a I think it's a disaster. But um, I'll tell you what's not a disaster Sunday lawn care and athletic greens. Guys, let me tell you about both of them right now. It's been cold here. It's been cold, but it's starting to get warm. It's right around the corner. And I like hanging out with my kids and my, uh, and my wife in the, in the back and in in, in, with the yard. And it's one of my favorite times in spring. And Sunday lawn care makes it so much easier. If you guys love spring, you, you got to figure out, how do I take care of my yard? Everybody's been at the store going, what do I do? How do I start? Sunday lawn care makes it easy. Sunday is everything that you need to get the lawn that you dreamed of. So if you go this spring, you go and head out over to sketchsunday.com slash big thing and you enter your address, you get a customized plan created just for your lawn. There's no trips to the store or hauling heavy bags since they ship straight to your home. You just need a hose to apply Sunday. That's all you need. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. Sunday is easy and affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than $1,500 a year, but Sunday's full-season plan starts at just $109. Bucks. Sunday is now offering our listeners 20% off. Full-season plans at just 109 bucks, and you can get 20% off, but you got to use that code, GetSunday.com slash thing at checkout. 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash thing. Don't be confused anymore. Don't stand at the the counter and the shelves, looking at everything for just get Sunday, get slash big thing. Athletic Greens, baby, AG1. You guys know I talk about them all of the time. For me, it's it's the same stuff I've been telling you. I wanted better gut health. I wanted increased energy. I wanted immune system support. I wanted all of it. i do not not a big vitamins guy. I didn't like taking all those pills and stuff. I just wanted one. You Take it. I put it in a water bottle. I shake it up in the morning and I'm good to go. It's it's not very easy for me to keep up with that supplement routine that comes with a bunch of different products. It's like you got to do this. You got to do that. Just just take everything in one shot helps me out of energy It helps me better in general. I think it helped me to recover to be honest with you. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day. It's that easy. I love it. It's just part of my daily habit now. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens AG1 is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You got to go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. That is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Check it out. You guys know that I love it. You guys I've seen so many people telling me that they've signed up and they're loving AG1. Continue to do so. Tell me after you sign up let me know use that code athleticgreens.com big thing and like i mentioned you know beforehand we have great sponsors here we love our sponsors and we hope that you guys love them too you support the show you help us out when you do it so go and check it out all of the links are uh, pinned. the pin comment here you can go check out all of our great sponsors today so make sure you do it um let's see if there's anything else before oh yeah i want to talk about this it prequel series thing so this is very interesting because the hbo max they're doing a prequel series to its two-part adaptation of stephen king's it novel and it has added four to its cast taylor page from zola jovan adepo from babylon chris chalk from gotham and james remar from oppenheimer Great James Remar will all star in the series that is currently going by the title Welcome to Derry. The series will reportedly unfold in the early 60s and reportedly go into the origins of Pennywise the Clown, which was somewhat explored in it chapter two. The first of the It films takes place around the late 88-89 era. And Pennywise on a 27-year cycle between the reappearance, yada, yada, yada. Andy Muschietti, who directed both films, will serve as executive producer for the series alongside Barbara Muschietti and Jason Fuchs. All three developed the story for the show, and Fuchs writing the script, and Muschietti will direct multiple episodes of the series, including the first. Fuchs and Brad Caleb Kane will serve as showrunners, and it's, let's see, the project was ordered to series in February. All right, so Roxy, what do you think about this? Do you think this is a this is a good move for HBO Max?
1: You know what? I don't know.
0: Okay, how come? Uh,
1: the second you said it, I was like, huh. Um, I, just, I, j- I just don't know that there's the audience for this that they're thinking there might be. I really am a fan of, first of all, I'm a massive fan of television. Second mm-hmm. of all, I watch most horror shows. Um, There aren't that many of them, and I think for good reason. Yeah. But uh, then when it comes to it, I loved both movies. So you would think I would be like, yes, on this. I also love period pieces. Yeah. So I'm not writing it off. The cast is great. As you're listing the people, it's people that, like, have a lot of credits behind them. Even Jason Fuchs worked on Wonder Woman, which I loved um, the first one. Mm -hmm. Andy Muschietti, obviously, I'm a fan of. She says, I'm trying to break out what this story could be. As you're saying, like, more to how, the creation of Pennywise and how it happened, it's kind of like how you don't really want to know the backstory of your villains fully, usually. Like, you, I don't always want to know what's the origin of Joker. Mm. Because you, usually it doesn't like live up to the hype that you've created in your head. That's why it worked so well in The Dark Knight to have, you want to know, how right. oh, I got these scars and all those things. I, I'm...
0: I'm conflicted. How do you feel, Christian? So the, this, I'm, I'm more positive than negative. Um, the positive side is HBO Max. Um, yeah. They they make good stuff. Um, And they, they really, you know, it's not half-assed. And they, they, they put the production into it. So that's a positive. Andy Muschietti being involved in it. um, That's a big, that's a big plus for me as well. The idea that he's going to be directing a few of the episodes, also big plus. The cast that they announced, pretty big plus. The big negative? no Bill Skarsgård that's a big big negative um well,
1: what are they doing we don't know
0: I don't know if they're, gonna, they're gonna recast I guess I mean because who, whoever Pennywise is which I think is a mistake I if think there that, is a
1: Pennywise in this
0: they said it's the origins of them so you would assume if it's the origins but, you're gonna see them
1: uh, are you gonna see Pennywise or the origins of Penny you know yeah, I like, guess
0: yeah I know if you don't I mean you take away the clown inside of it and that's like that's like the whole thing
1: well before you know? he's a uh, before he's Pennywise, I'm assuming he's a person, right?
0: Right, but I mean, why wouldn't it be Bill Skarsgård? I mean, that's that's. I mean, and especially Bill Skarsgård was fantastic in John in John Wick. Because
1: Ford. this is the '60s, so maybe it's a kid.
0: No, but that's you saw pictures of him in the in the in in the '60s in in it, Chapter Two, and he looked he looked the, the same. same. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that's a big that's a big negative, but I I think I'm I will definitely be watching uh, definitely the pilot. For sure no doubt 100 uh, percent. i'm a big Mushietti fan and i think that's he's he, he's going to be the besides michael keaton he's going to be the big thing everyone is talking about with the flash about the reason why it's as special as it is i think it's gonna be a very special movie and i think it's going to be mush it's going to elevate Muschietti to a level that that we've we haven't seen so um i think that that's you know, that that's kind of transitions me into something that we haven't talked about yet that has been in the news cycle for at least last week and that's the harry potter series finally you've been talking about this for now four or five years that harry potter should have a tv series and then not only are they going to do a tv series they're going to redo the books and they're going to basically recast harry and ron and everybody else too and they're going to make now it seems like potentially what seven or seven
1: seasons seven seasons
0: of so i'll tell you well, let me hear your thoughts on this first, and then I'll, I'll give you my, uh, my my perspective on it.
1: When I said that they should do a Harry Potter series, this is not what I thought that they should do. I'll say that. Um, it doesn't mean this is the wrong choice. It just, I, I guess they have decided on this that their target demo is younger, and it's for people who are, like, coming to Harry Potter. Because, to me, we just so recently just told mm. these, in seven excellent movies that people love, and the books, and now they're taking Ron, Hermione, um, and Harry, and all the characters, and they're gonna retell the same story off those books in seven seasons. I'm kind of shocked by their decision to do that. They must have an idea that I don't have, but to me, this is not, when I kept saying, there needs to be a Harry Potter show, I did not mean this.
0: At first, when I heard it, I had that initial kind of thought. I'm like, well, what are you doing? You're doing basically movies that have just been made. last one, I think, was made in like 2012 or something. And then I started thinking about it. My biggest critiques when it comes to books, movies that are made from books and games is you don't have enough time to tell a story. And I love the Harry Potter movies. I love them. I think they're fantastic films. Um, I remember I read the first four Harry Potter books. And... I remember after reading them saying, oh, they left out a lot. They did a great job of interpreting it, of of, adapting it, but they left out a lot. It would have been great to do this. And if you have seven to eight episodes to tell that whole book, there are parts of the story that weren't in the movie that will be in the series. And I think that that explores more. I think I agree with your take that they are going for new people who will will for example who's your batman who do you
1: think my batman is christian Bale. yeah
0: so christian is bale keaton? no bale's mine too um i love i love keaton and keaton keaton is a um keaton's a phenomenal batman and, and iconic in the way that christopher reeve is to superman where he was really the first one minus um Adam West for what Adam West did for Batman but just did something in in that was spectacular um but Christian Bale because those movies just I loved what Nolan did with those movies but my point is that last time Michael Keaton had played Batman was 1992 13 years later Christian Bale played him right and then after and then 2000 and what 2013 was uh I mean I think it was only like 3 years removed if that michael then do ben you Affleck think that's played.
1: the same as this
0: no but what i'm saying is that you can take iconic characters and I mean, because the difference is the only reason that you you feel like it's not the same is because it's just been it's the same way like like rocky right like no one has ever played rocky different and this is a different i know that's very different because stallone created rocky and everything too and, and it was but there's an there are lots of different characters that have been retold but the reason why I think it's different, if it was a movie, I'd be like, this is a this is a really bad movie. We don't need to see another movie that we just did. The idea that they're gonna expand the lore through television, I think is a it's a good it's the same thing that they're doing, obviously, with Percy Jackson, right? Now, Percy Jackson, the difference is the movies just weren't very good. And the Harry Potter movies were good these movies weren't good and they're doing a series so they can expand on it they can actually bring a more true adaptation to it and i think that's what they're going for with harry potter and i think it's a also the other reason roxy i think it's a it's a big move for them they i think they were going to do like this cursed child thing and try to get they they couldn't get the original cast back to do anything they can't get that's
1: the thing obviously that's option one right like if you are HBO max or who, if you are the production company working on this and they say to you free, you have free reigns to do anything you want. What do you want to do? You're going to be able to do a Harry Potter series. Yeah. Your first calls to the big three, right? Because if you can get them, you get them to see what they can do, whether it's post or alternate, whatever. Clearly that didn't work. Uh, So you're left with different options, which is going with one of them, which the magic of them is when they're together. Right. So I, I don't think that this is a trash idea. I don't think yeah. it is. It's just um, it's
0: yeah, it's a, it's it's an out, it's an outside the box, but it's again going to the same thing we talked about with the it series. It's HBO Max, you know they're going to put the budget into it and it's going to deliver. You know it'll deliver for sure and we'll all be curious to see what the adaptation is and how it plays. And a lot of people, by the way, feel that that first movie the first two i like the first two directed by chris columbus but they feel that it's it's more of a chris columbus movie and more towards the 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 child the child kind of movies more so than anything else too and maybe it's a more true adaptation to the books the first two also as it starts to develop so i think it's a i think it's an interesting idea but the my point with the cast is you sign them all to a because that's instead of the Harry Potter movie cast, which I think started in 2000, ended 13 years later or whatever, this is going to be TV. So they're going to film, you're going to sign these people up to like seven to 10 year contracts. And then if you get them for Cursed Child afterwards or other movies afterwards, you have a brand new cast now that you can lock in to deals that you wouldn't be able to put this older cast you know, in. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely. But I do wish that the three of them wanted to lock in. Yeah. and Like, for three years, we wouldn't have needed a seven-year contract with them, right? Like, I just, I wish. I know from the day that Daniel Radcliffe stopped doing Harry Potter, he had that big, like, I'm no longer Harry Potter.
0: Right. He talked about it in
1: every interview, right? Yeah. He went and did Equus on Broadway. Like, right. he has d- tried to do all of the, whatever the fuck that um, movie with, he's dragging around the dead person. Oh, you know right.
0: Yeah, the Swiss Army uh, man.
1: Yeah, Swiss Army Man. Every move he could make to try to show us I am not Harry Potter. Right. He, he became a DJ. He was, or, or did something. You, or Weird music, Al, he just something. did the Weird Al movie? Yeah, me, yes, the Weird Al movie. Um, wait, Elijah Wood became a DJ. But maybe Daniel Radcliffe did too. Whatever. Whatever. He, he He tried to do everything and still... All think of him as Harry Potter. There's nothing he's Iconic. been able to do. No. We've all thought of him that way. Yeah. So I he, I get why he wouldn't want to sign back on when he's worked so hard to be like this. Isn't this right. isn't just me? He
0: doesn't need to. He doesn't need to yet. He doesn't want to yet. He's not in. He's not in dire straits as far as that stuff goes. And he doesn't. And I. But I. But I think that if you're Warner Brothers, this is why I think it's a business wise, it's a very smart move. It's that you're not locked. In, you can you can retell these stories if because the benefit is if the audience which i believe that they will the younger audience other audiences you'll they'll rediscover it. you'll you'll get the books back out there again the sales on those books will go back up again the um you know the idea of certain things through so the hardcore harry potter heads who are always wondering what certain things in the book that they left out would look like now that will be in there that will bring the audience in this is a very smart move it really is it might not be the move that we thought that it would be but it's a very smart business move because if it hits that seven seven seasons that you're already locked into and you're going to make brand new stars you have all these things and then maybe you can then transition into another movie like afterwards because if regardless of your thoughts on jk rowling if they said to jk rowling okay listen so this series is our biggest series of all time so now these kids are only seven years into it um, you know, let's say we hire, the, we hire the first kid when he's like 8 years old, so he looks 10, whatever, or, or whatever around that time. I forget how. I think he's like 9 or 10. I think he's 10 when, or going into his 11th birthday when he starts. You hire him when he's 10, you know, and then when the series is over, you're looking at an 18, 19-year-old kid. Well, what if during season 3, season 4, J.K. Rowling starts writing the, uh, a, a new adventure when they're 20 years old? And you have enough time in that time to Christian, have There's
1: no way there's no regardless of how you feel about her anymore. There's no way they they the franchise well, doesn't want to touch her with a time. They're
0: couple. making these.
1: Yeah, because it already exists. It already exists. There's no way they're hiring her to do more. They don't want anything to do with her. She's a PR nightmare for them.
0: I'm. I'm telling you. That if they had an opportunity to write, let, let, let's say it's not J.K. Rowling, let's say it's somebody else who writes def- it. Definitely,
1: definitely. My yes. my
0: point is that you can have, if the series is as popular as we think it will be, the difference when you do a when you do these movies with Daniel Radcliffe and and they're getting older all the time, and then you have all this material, and it's not in it's it, it's Again, from 2000 until 2013 or whatever it was, and then everybody's tapped out, and that's it. Seven seasons of TV, as you know, you can pump them out every year. Um, by the time you get to like season three, season four, and you write a new adventure, and then you can end it with a movie, I'm just saying it's possible now.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I think that they are really looking out for the long term on this one, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, and anyway, big yeah, they moves, had to do something they big moves to. for HBO Max, big yeah. moves in general, playing off of their IP. And uh, it's a good move. But speaking of television, Roxy, you got some picks. It's TV time, what do you got?
1: Yeah, and you haven't heard me talk about TV in weeks, Christian, so how excited are you? <laughs> the ahead. first one I mentioned last week, but I think I'm probably gonna have to mention this every single week because I cannot help it. It mm-hmm. is the best written show on television and you didn't get to hear me talk about it. I don't even think you watch it, Christian. Succession?
0: You know, I was going to, and it was one of the things that, that I was doing my, as I was doing my binges while I was sick, succession was one of the ones i just didn't i don't want to
1: hear your excuses anymore christian i know
0: i wasn't gonna i just don't think that i could invest in in, mentally when you're not well it's not a good time to watch that's why i didn't choose it because i just think mentally i couldn't have invested i think it was a big investment
1: this show is so good we've had two episodes this season so far it's the final season you should catch up by the end holy crap it is like when you are watching it the way that they write the dialogue on this you're like how did you guys do this? Right. How did you do this? Like they know their characters so well. It is such an intimidating show to watch because the like it makes you think about the rich in this country in a way right. it, it's just it's amazing. It's a am- the show is amazing. The family dynamic is amazing. It is the funniest show that is a drama because just like the characters are egregious. Right. but they're realistic and it's so good. This is to me, if you call yourself a television fan, you can't not like this show. If you watch it, like the, I, I see a few people, you know, I'll put out Instagram posts or whatever, and I'll talk about succession. And always out of the thousands of people who are commenting or writing about it, there's always like five that are like, I don't like this show. And I'm like, then you didn't watch it. I don't believe you could watch the show and not like it. I don't believe it. Like right. If you if you maybe if you watched a half of one episode, but if you actually watch the show, I just can't fathom you not liking it. I can't. It, it's so good. It's Fair so enough.
0: Good. All right. What's next?
1: Next on this list is a show that I feel like you would have brought to me, but you didn't, and so I'm curious what your thoughts on History of the World are. Have
0: well, you... I didn't. I mean, the movie itself, I um, I I love. Is I just I love Mel Brooks. He's ninety. He's ninety somewhat years old, and he's still out there doing stuff. And God bless him for it. I just I could be wrong. I haven't watched it, but I just feel like it. From what I saw in the trailers, it looks looked corny. So good. Is it? Is it's it funny? So good.
1: Yeah. So history of the world part two, like Christian just said, this is a Mel Brooks thing based on history of the world. I kept hearing great things about it, and I was like, really? Yeah, it's really funny. Okay. I mean, I think that it's not like it's not like every moment of every episode is is perfect, but in general, the cast is insane and the storylines are i mean it, it just does a really good job with it how many it. episodes um eight
0: okay
1: and he narrates and like you said this man i think he's like 96 97 something he, like that he's yeah. up there and he's still with it totally uh um, ike Baronholtz nick kroll wanda sykes jay ellis jb smooth um pamela adlon who i'm completely obsessed with zazie beats Ronnie Chang, Dove Cameron, Richard Kind, uh Tyler James Williams. Th- this cast is like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Uh Jack Black. Just every comedian wanted to be a part of this because of who's involved and it's, it's Jason Alexander. It's so so s- great to watch all of them yeah. on screen together. I think I like it.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean that's one I'm I'm curious about. I love look, I love Mel Brooks. I just I'm su- surprising to hear you say it. Um because I, it just, it just looked. I mean, I could be wrong. Ju- judging, yeah, no, obviously.
1: I, I, I definitely fucks with this. <laughs> Mandalorian. We already discussed a little bit. I haven't been talking about this every week because I know that Christian talks about it a lot on this show. I am watching it. I do really like it. Last episode, I really liked, and then this episode, the Lizzo, Jack Black, Christopher Lloyd one, I really, I loved it. I, I don't know whether it is because I'm such a diehard Lizzo fan, but I felt like she. Completely embodied this like queen energy. I just, I did. I loved her chemistry with Jack Black. I love that like this episode was so clear what they were trying to do. And more so than that, um, I'm obsessed with Bo Katan.
0: Yeah. Like, she, and the storyline yeah, they're doing yeah.
1: with her and the, is it called Darksaber, Black Saber? Darksaber. Darksaber. Man, I think that is so cool. And like that moment at the end between the two of them. It just when she's like, like, you know, it doesn't work like that. And he's like, I'm not doing you any favors or whatever. Yeah, but,
0: but here's my issue with that. You know, know my issue with that, with that big. He, so he knew, he knew that for a while, right?
1: Maybe it just dawned on him.
0: It, then he's an idiot.
1: Okay. But maybe it just dawned on him. He
0: he, he just came up with it. Right he just moment. came up with it in the moment.
1: Maybe. Maybe he's a little spacey. I mean,
0: he let her, he let her, he let her kick that guy's ass and he let her get into all his fights. And he goes, ah, listen, it's yours anyway. I just wanted to see you fight um Maybe. but i i do like the idea of what they're going for with the mandalorian thing that's my it's just for 20 minutes they did a bad cop good cop let's figure out what's going on with the droids thing and and then yeah i thought that i thought lizzo and and uh and jack black were extremely jarring in those roles and um chris Floyd was fine but still i think i it 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 I've it's funny because I had somebody um write me a comment going, Oh, why are you been so critical on the season? I'm like, you haven't been watching my reviews because I've gotten from other people going, Oh, you, you just like this season because Katie's on it. And I'm so it's like you can't win. But like I've actually really enjoyed the season for the for the majority of it. I think that they um I think that they have struggled with really telling what the story has been. There's been more times than not, to where they're just giving you kind of big moments than focusing on the actual story.
1: I hear you. I just liked this episode. That's fair. Like, yeah, I hear you. You had and fun. I, yeah. And I, my diehard Star Wars fans are not liking this season as much. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm like, I, I've never not liked Mandalorian, though.
0: Yeah, I love, look, it's, I, I love the Mandalorian. I just think that, like I said, I think that it's, there's, I my my biggest thing, and I covered this on I'm Sith and I covered it on my live stream. My biggest thing was that I think that they could have, I wish that they would have focused more on what they did at the end. Was it focusing more on the getting those Mandalorians back in sync with Bo and spending more time developing it and really diving deep into the characters? And they just had this kind of side adventure throwaway thing that casual i guess like some casual fans really really liked it i think that what they their intent it seemed and this is this is what i think that they tried to do their intent was to bring lizzo fans in and who love her and clearly with you that's what that's what happened my my concern with that is that you lose a lot of people like myself do
1: you think that was their intent because
0: yeah why else do you put lizzo in there she's not a good actress at roxy she's just not
1: Oh, I'm wondering what you think their intent is, though. You think Lizzo fans are gonna watch this one episode and then like The Mandalorian?
0: That's what they're hoping. They're I mean, but it's like it's like that's the age old thing. You bring in somebody who's got a massive audience, and yeah. Then when watch.
1: when you see a Venn diagram, like, like, you know, on She-Hulk with Meg the Stallion, I could see that
0: logic. This is, the, but this is, the, I mean, again, it's, it's you're bringing in a new audience to see it. You know, that you wouldn't have because because she's a massive, massive star. But like, I think it, I think, and I'm and not just her. I think that Jack Black, who I love, I I just saw Jack Black. I didn't see a king. I didn't, see, I didn't believe that they were in love at all. Um, I And, and yeah. I
1: kind of want them to date now.
0: Hilarious. So we will good. I'm glad you dug it. What's, uh, what's next on the list?
1: Uh, more than dug it. Super obsessed. Mm. Next on my list is a show that I talked to you about for season one. Didn't know there was going to be a season two. There is. And it's out. Or at least a couple of the episodes are out now. Schmigadoon. Mm-hmm. You remember me telling you about the yeah, show? Yeah, I watched
0: I watched the beginning of it with Sadie. She bailed on it and never went back to it.
1: Bummer. That's yeah. such a bummer because the yeah. show is hysterical. Schmigadoon is an Apple TV Plus show. Um, may, maybe they want to send me a new remote for talking about this. Perfect. Who's to say? Uh, it's Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong. And then it's also so many other comedians it's like a song and dance show mm-hmm. where the, those two are a couple. They get end up getting stuck in a musical. The first season is Schmigadoon and it's all like bright and sunshine and rainbows. This season they're stuck in Shmikago, um, which is like a Chicago, very noir, dark, twisted. And they had tried to go back on purpose because they want to like rekindle that spark. And now they're stuck in like a very dark, twisted time. I love this show. I think that they have just done such an excellent job of making this work. Right. I was like, there could never be a second season of this, but going to a different musical place has made it just so great so far. uh, I can't recommend this show enough. Uh, Yeah, two episodes so far and then it's going to go weekly. This is such a yes for me. I'm obsessed.
0: Okay, so Schmigadoon season two and that's on Apple and then
1: I have one more show for you, Christian. And It's bizarre that this is making my list, but it is making my list. Okay. Riverdale is back for its final season. It has what? its premiere episode of its final season. How many seasons? Seven.
0: Okay.
1: In its seven years, I don't think you've ever heard me once talk about this show. Mm-mm. This has definitely been a guilty pleasure of mine for a really long time. And last season, boy, oh boy, did it jump the shark. Yeah. Um, it was like, all of a sudden, they gave all of their characters powers. Mm. Like, all, out of nowhere, they were like, oh, you are actually now a witch. Oh. And you cast spells, and you do this. They just—I was a huge Betty and Veronica comic book reader growing up. I always loved Archie comics, and so I have a soft spot for this show.
0: Sure.
1: This premiere episode did something kind of shocking to me, um, where they somehow, because of all the powers from last season, they jumped back to the nineteen, um, the nineteen fifties, mm-hmm. and they did an entire uh episode about emmett till okay and it was like i was shocked because riverdale has never tried to do anything like this right. in a less good in a less powerful version it kind of reminded me of that episode of the um tulsa riots the watchman episode all oh, right right wh- where people were like whoa mm-hmm. like this is new to me obviously i know about emmett till but I was like, I see what they're trying to do here with their younger audience who does not know this story. And I really did. It was very moving the way that they did cover it. And I thought it was really powerful. And I was like, okay, for its final season, it does feel like Riverdale has a a point of view. And I'm excited for this final season to to see how they are trying to impact their audience. It was the best episode I've seen of Riverdale in years. So it was definitely like, okay, they are really making a uh an effort to not do what they did last season which was be like whew, it was tough to get through so trying to go
0: with the superhero
1: yeah yeah, yeah. out of nowhere because they've always like that's never been the show and then right. and they they do have a really strong hold on that young audience you know it's right. riverdale like that's kind of like when i was coming up that was like the oc or or one tree hill where like the, the things they say they affect you as a kid so right I was impressed with
0: this episode. All right, so look at that—a lot of great picks here from Roxy. Once again, uh, you got a bunch of different picks. You got History of the World, you got Succession, Mandalorian, Schmigadoon, and of course, Riverdale from Rox. Um, All right, I think that's the majority of the show. You want any updates you want to give us on dating or no? Not today. There
1: are none. No, are none. Nothing, nothing good.
0: <laughs> no, Still okay. nothing. All right. Um, well, we we'll got to get. We'll be back in studio, all of us. So, Roxy, before we go, let the good kids know where they can find you.
1: Everywhere at Roxy Stryer.
0: That's it. See, simple. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, And then once again, guys, if you have not, please head on over to the Christian Harloff.com. Get those tickets, man.
1: What's up with you guys? You gotta like, do get... you see this lineup? Look at mm. all the people.
0: I'm telling you, we got it. this is a, if you're able to be there, get there. Cause this is, this could be the last one that we do in LA. Maybe uh, we've got three shows right now set up. It's this one. And then East Coast people. East Coast people are the ones I'm going to give the most shit to because they're the, they're the ones that come to New York. Like, you know what? I'm going to start in New York. And June 23rd, thechristianharloff.com. You get tickets now. S- help us get s- sold out. And then June 24th, look at that lineup. The guys from Double Toasted, Martin and Corey, and then myself and Ellis back together again. But you got to get those tickets, man. So get tickets at thechristianharloff.com. Um, all right. For myself... And Roxy Stryer, thank you guys for joining us here today on The Big Thing. We appreciate you. Leave those comments. Check out our sponsors. And we'll see you next week.